0: This is kind of a boring topic, uh, <laughs> definition of probability, but hopefully this will interest some people here. Um, the paper that I'm presenting is, uh, uh, builds upon the paper that I published last year in Libertarian Papers, um, <laughs> uh, where I defended the subjective definition of probability against, basic, m- more in that paper against um, Richard von Mises. Um, so in this paper, I turn more to examine Ludwig von Mises' specific uh, definition of prob- theory of probability. Um, let's see. So the way that I'd like to proceed is not exactly in the order that I um, wrote the paper, um, just because I did not pu- uh, present that paper last year, so... I'd like to lay out why I think probability should be defined subjectively. And then I can examine Ludwig von Mises' theory of probability um, in the light of the subjective definition. <coughs> so <coughs> so there, there, there's two general ways that we can go about defining probability, speaking very generally. We can say that probability is a real physical feature of the world. Um, like um, like the weight of a chair or the height of something. We can think of it as an actual physical property of the world. And um, this is the way that Richard von Mises, Ludwig's brother, thought of probability. And um, he speaks of probability in in exactly these terms. He says, the probability of a six, this is his quote, the probability of a six is a physical property of a given die and is a property analogous to its mass, specific heat, or electrical resistance. Similarly, for a given pair of dice, including, of course, the the total setup, the probability of a six is a characteristic property a physical constant belonging to the experiment <clears throat> as a whole, <clears throat> and comparable with its other physical properties. Um, so that's the object. If we were to conceive of probability as an objective physical feature of the world, that's the, basically the conclusion we would have to draw about probability. Um, but this th- there's, there's another way that we can conceive of probability, and this is the subjective conception of probability. And under this conception, probability is not a physical feature of the world. It's, it's a... It's hard to speak of this. It, uh, uh, the terms here get confusing. But it's not a physical feature of the world. It's a feature of man. It's something inside man. Um, it's, it's a uh um, it's a consequence of the fact that man is non omniscient um, uh the, the The famous quote from one of the f- most famous subjectivists is from Bruno de Finetti, who said that probability does not exist, and he was a probabilist, so he he believed in using probability but he did he did not conceive of probability as something out there in the world to be measured like. Richard von Mises thought um, uh, probability was. Um, So so the question then is, uh, which of these conceptions of probability is correct, an objective physical feature of the world or a subjective quality inside man? Um, The answer, I think, uh, comes from the probabilist I.J. Good, uh, who Who pointed out that the question really depends upon the nature of the world. If the world is deterministic, then we have to say that probability is a measure of something in man um, <laughs> if 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 on the other hand uh, the world is considered indeterministic or random in some sense, then we can define it the way that Richard von Mises defines it and Richard von Mises specifically defines probability as the limit, the, let's see, he defines it as the the limit of the relative frequency of occurrence. um, uh, uh, Let's see. He defines it as the limit of the relative frequency of occurrence in an indefinite sequence of observations in a collective. Um, so the the question is, uh is the world deterministic? Does everything that happens in the world have a cause? If I if I flip a flip a coin, uh is there some is there something random about the outcome? Uh or is it just a matter of uh, is it just a collection of various forces acting on the coin that if we knew what all those factors were, we would know the outcome? Um, and I, I, of course, take the position that uh, this is this comes from the paper I published last year. But uh, I take the position that everything that happens in the world has a cause. It's not even really conceivable. Uh, that something would, have, uh, something would occur completely randomly or without, without a cause. Um, so uh, let, me, let me just add as well that even if we did conceive of the world as having a certain amount of randomness in the world, uh, as Richard von Mises did, and Richard von Mises drew this primarily from Heisenberg, like a lot of people from his generation, they thought Heisenberg established that at certain levels uh, of smallness, uh, things just happen. And I think this is a misreading of Heisenberg, but uh, it it was interpreted largely to, especially by Richard von Mises as saying that uh, there's a certain amount of randomness in the world. But even if that's the case, there's still uncertainty in man in the sense that uh, even if there's uncertainty about whether a coin will come up heads or tails, we don't know which way it will come up. So uh, even in the case that... uh, uh, Let me just rephrase this. If the world is deterministic, everything has a cause, then we have to be subjectivists. We have to define probability subjectively. If the world has an element of uncaused randomness in it, uh, then we can define it as a physical feature of the world. But there's still uncertainty in man, even in that case. So... Um, um, the, the, the central philosophical question then is uh, whether everything in the world has a cause. Um, and for Austrians, this is rather straightforward, because, or at least for Austrians who follow Mises, uh, because Mises was a determinist. And uh, he was very un, un, unequivocal that everything has a cause. Um, and Hans-Hermann Hoppe is the one who, who really established this as, uh, as an axiom. But but this is what uh, this is what Mises himself had to say about this. Um, oh, uh, this is Mises Lud- Ludwig von Mises. In a world without causality and regularity of phenomena, there would be no field for human reasoning and human action. Such a world would be a chaos in which man would be at a loss to find any orientation and guidance. Man is not even capable of imagining the conditions of such a chaotic universe." And um, this is what makes it somewhat difficult to talk about Mises' theory of probability, because he discusses probability uh, um, very much in, in line with his brother in, in certain respects. Uh, he talks about class probability, which is almost identical with, uh, his brother's idea of collectives, and his brother was a dogmatic frequentist. But on the other hand, Mises puts his discussion of probability in, in the section on uncertainty. Um, and as a matter of fact, his, his discussion of probability takes up almost the entire chapter on uncertainty. So he, he clearly understood that, uh, probability was was a problem of human, human knowledge and not a problem of, of the natural sciences and he said specifically that uh, probability is a, is a concern of praxeology and not, not a concern of the physical sciences, whereas Richard thought that it was exclusively the concern of the physical sciences. Um, so uh, uh, the other way that we we know that the world is causally deter- deterministic in the sense that everything that happens has a cause. Um, we know this because the relative frequency method for generating probabilities relies upon this principle. Um, if, if it was not the case, if, if, if the world was assumed to not be governed by cause, causally determined, uh, uh the term Hoppe uses is, uh, time invariant causal forces. Um, if it was the case that the world was uh, world operated in that way, that these sorts of causes did, did not exist, we could not construct collectives or classes from which we could generate uh, relative frequencies of occurrence. so so Richard von Mises' favorite method for not favorite uh, he he claims it's the exclusive method for generating numerical probabilities. Itself relies upon the principle of causality, uh, governing the the phenomena that you're studying. Um, so, given what I've sa- just said, uh, this leads us inexorably to 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 the, I think, to the position that we that probability must be defined subjectively, in the in the following way. It should be defined as a measure of human uncertainty about the likelihood of occurrence of events in the world. Um, and this uh, this is radically different from the definition that Richard von Mises gave us. And I'd like to say that this is radically different from what Richard von, what Ludwig von Mises gave us in terms of a definition for probability. <coughs> Uh, and in order to see this, let's, let me just step and step back and say, say a few things about how Ludwig von Mises' theory of probability differed from his brother's theory. Um, first on the, on the similarity side, they both were very clear that they thought that, uh, Numerical probability only applied to classes of events. Ludwig von Mises uses the term "classes," and uh, Richard von Mises uses the term "collectives." But essentially, what they mean, what they what they're talking about, is the same thing. That uh, unless you can construct a a collective or a class of events that are virtually identical uh, in every way, there can be no numerical probability. And this, for both of them, this rules out by definition the possibility of calculating numerical probabilities for singular events like uh, the Super Bowl or... Uh, uh, events like this where there are you, you can't put it into a class, a, a class of similar events, uh, and generate a relative frequency of, of occurrence, which they they called the probability that was generated that way the numerical probability. Um, but Ludwig von Mises's theory of probability is different from Richard von Mises' theory in, in, in very important ways, I think. Um, in the first place, Richard von Mises was an indeterminist. He, he was a, a proponent, uh, or he was a, a disciple of Heisenberg who thought that, that things could happen in the world that were... Uh, Indeterminate, random, uh, without cause. I, I mean, he felt this uh, uh, n- not just at the at the micro level, which is how most people interpret Heisenberg as, as meaning that at the micro level of smallness, at the ultimate level of smallness, things move r- randomly. But Richard von Mises went further than that and said that even at the macro level, uh, certain things are indeterminate, like length. Um, This is completely different from Ludwig von Mises' position here. He was a determinist, uh, as the quote that I just read indicates. Um, Another difference between the two is that Ludwig von Mises emphasizes a great deal that probability deals with uncertainty. Uncertainty. And this is, uh, this is almost common sense for anybody who, who hasn't read Richard von Mises anyway. Uh, but if you read Richard von Mises, you, would, you could walk away from his book without even the slightest indication that probability and uncertainty are related to one another. Um, but most importantly, and I think this is, the, this is the thing to take away from my paper anyway, is that I think that Ludwig von Mises never gave a definition of probability. In anything that I've found in uh, human action, he he gives a general definition of the word probable, but he does not give us a definition of the word uh, of the concept of probability. So uh, defining the word probable and really it's just a rehash of a standard dictionary definition of the word probable that doesn't really clarify anything for us. Uh, This is a philosophical problem that. Uh, you can 't really just uh, dispense with by giving the definition of the word probable um, so uh, since he lacks a definition of probab- an, an explicit definition of probability, uh, my position is that he ought to have ad- adopted the subjective definition it, it fits in with the entirety of his Philosophical, praxeological, methodological system. He was a determinist. Um, and I think that he adopted this, his brother's position here, because initially, uh, because he was able to neatly, conceptually uh, integrate class probability and case probability into what he thought was a. a Well, he thought that by integrating class probability into the natural sciences and case probability into the social sciences, that this was a a neat separation and and an important division. But uh, if we adopt a subjective definition of probability, this this is totally arbitrary. Um, uh, um, And... In addition to this, um, if we define probability subjectively, this also undercuts entirely the idea that numerical probabilities cannot be applied to singular cases. There's no non-arbitrary reason for us to say that, uh, for example, putting a number of uh, 0.6 on the NHL finals this year is not a probability, just like any other. Um, it's That makes sense if we adopt Richard von Mises's definition of probability. But if we have a subjective definition, that's just not defensible. It's totally arbitrary. Um, and and, and it, uh, there's no non-ar- non-arbitrary reason to say that, for example, the terror alert system in the United States is not also a... a Probability It tells us it gives us a, a likelihood of occurrence for certain people uh, about how likely they think that something will occur. Uh, and that doesn't mean we have to accept it, because in a sense, it's a it's an opinion. Probabilities are opinions. Uh, but never, nevertheless, it is a probability if we adopt the subjective definition of probability. And finally, um, uh, let me just close by talking about these two famous subdivisions that Ludwig von Mises came up with, case probability on the one hand and class probability. If we adopt a subjective definition of probability, these are totally arbitrary uh, and they are essentially nothing more than methodological uh, subcategories. It's a way of saying some probabilities are generated with the relative frequency approach and some are not, and, that's, and nothing more than that. So in conclusion, uh, Mises should have been a subjectivist, I suppose.